rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right. Hello, hello. Thank you for hanging out. I'm sitting down. Um, my legs hurt. I'm getting old. My, my ass hurts. My leg hurts. My knees hurt. I don't know. What's the alternative though, right? Yeah, and I'm pissed off, really. I'm sorry I wasn't able to do a show this week. I had some scheduling conflicts. And yesterday, I I just couldn't get it done in time. And I also, I wasn't really feeling well and whatever. Just excuses, excuses. Wednesday, I couldn't do it because my friend was in town. I told you, uh, my friend is, a friend of mine is here in town, so I've been hanging out with him, but we had, well, I mean, what can I say? I'm honest with you. Um, we went to, uh, 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 what do you call it? A meeting of recovering people and uh, where we used to go all the time. So I, it was nice to go with him again. So that's where I went and it interfered. Oh, my! one of my kittens was adopted today, and somebody, I guess, who doesn't know I'm doing a show is sending me pictures. He's settled in quite nicely. He looks great. He looks great. So little Marcus got... he. They all have homes, uh, by the way. I and If you're just joining us, this is unapologetic liberal talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, humanity, and don't we need more of that? So this is our regular Friday evening get-together. We get together every, every Friday evening at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time live here at the Tarabuster Facebook and uh, YouTube and all that. And uh, this show is rebroadcast on Progressive Voices on Sunday. Not the entire show, most of the show. If you're on Progressive Voices listening, you can come on over to youtube.com slash c channel slash Tarabuster and listen to the end of the show, watch the end of the show, and, yeah, hang out. Come and hang out with us live. Um, also on SoundCloud, iTunes all that other place, please uh, give the show a good review on iTunes and become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Support Tara Buster sponsors like APS Radio News. And, yeah, let's get to work. Yeah, what a, what a, I can't even take it. I'm so pissed. This afternoon I uh, got a message from Joey, uh, you know, of Jeffrey Giraffe fame, who I just, I couldn't even respond. I mean, I did respond to him, but I was so livid. He said, the Supreme Court screwed us again. And, um, I, you know, I'm sick of it. The other, you know, uh, okay, if you're just joining us and you're, you've been somewhere, maybe you're living in a civilized country, this Supreme Court, is out of control. It's illegitimate. It is um, filled with six. Now they have the super majority of six dishonorable right wingers who are doing everything they can to roll back the 20th century, to roll back any any progress we might have 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 made. 
in the to the detriment of the people of the United States. You know, gay people are not going back in the closet. We're not going to disappear, just like trans people. It's not going to happen. But what the Republicans are doing is they really are uh, entrenching bigotry. And it's not just for gay people. They also rolled back affirmative action, which... No, who's asking them to besides Clarence F. and Thomas? But isn't that just like a right winger? I mean, we're going to get into it because this is this will be the show tonight. This is what we're talking about. This absolutely disgusting and disgraceful Supreme Court. And there's really no reason. And I I don't want to just keep rambling, but I guess try to, you know, take it piece by piece. But. Um, it, there is no reason for there to be a a nine-person Supreme Court. That's not written in stone. Oh, and by the way, the the kittens are are free roaming, so you might see see them. I have three kittens here. Two. Um, Marcus went to his forever home today, and um, tomorrow Augie and Cleo are going together to their forever home and. Drum roll, please. I'm, I'm keeping Boudica. <laughs> I can't let her go. All right, I need Boudica. Now I will have four cats in the Tarabuster studio. But Boudica, uh, it's his. They'll be Boudica's the first female. I've had all male cats, and that's just you know by accident. It wasn't like just kind of happened so now we'll have a female and i love her name Boudica, but she's really is a cut above the rest that's why i was trying to get a friend of mine to take her or anybody that i knew and trusted you know because i i wanted to keep track of her and i wanted to see her grow into a young woman a respectable young woman you know first dates borrowing the car yeah all those milestones that we when our kittens grow up and so i was sitting with i mean she's just so bonded to me that's the other one she's follows me everywhere she sleeps with me she and the other kittens you know they're all very socialized and adorable but boudica would I mean, on day one, she was already wanted to be with me. (laughs) I mean, when was the last time some bitch wanted to be with me? You know? It hasn't been a while. It's been a while. So let's see. The report is Marcus is he ate treats and nibbled on the fussy cat. That's the food he was eating. And he's relaxing and letting them pet him. Well, that's wonderful. That's absolutely, it really is, because that's how socialized these kittens are. We got them in a very good time. I didn't, I really didn't have to work hard to train, or, well, not really train them, or socialize. It wasn't like Spicy and Louise, so. Formerly known as Salty and Spicy, and, um... They're, they're, they're together, Salty and Spicy, thankfully, but the young, 
my friend adopted salty and spicy and the girl she has like a 14 year old daughter and she changed her she's changed salty's name to louise but they kept spicy but they wanted to call her louise after some character in bob's burgers i don't watch the show but the young girl likes it so yes so boudica let's see if she she does answer to her name boudica <laughs> booty booty where are you booty boo boo hi booty come here honey I told you she answers to her name. There she is. Booty boo. Yes, honey. All right, I'll let you go. I'll let you down. Booty boo. That's Boudica. She's staying. All right. She's, I'm telling you, she's just uh, one in a million. And I know. Because I, you know I know cats. I'm really, I'm not kidding. She would... I would wake up and there's Boudica sitting next, like right there. I'm like, what? Shit, I need this woman in my life. <laughs> she's a woman to me. So, all right, she's a full grown woman. That's Boudica. You know, well, they did, Republicans were afraid of um, if we had legalized gay marriage that we might marry our pets. So. Maybe they're right. No, I'm only kidding. She's a, she's adorable. Boudica. And th did I say that the that the family that uh, that adopted Marcus is keeping his name? Marcus. I hope they keep the other names. <laughs> so yes, I got Boudica. She's small, though. She won't stay that small. I mean, she's going to be smaller than them. She's very small. Okay, she keeps... I got to tell her, but I'm not... What am I going to say? Hey, lady, I'm doing a show. She keeps... You know, th that's the ding you keep hearing. Ding, ding. She's, like, giving me updates. Of little Marcus. He's doing great, which is good to hear. Okay, so let's get back to what's really going on in this effing... Oh, I can see she's writing again. All right, unapologetic liberal talk with four cats. We'll be right back. All right, so she said, yes, they are doing great. I think he's staying Marcus. That's wonderful. That's well. What should I write? I already wrote. That's wonderful. That's great to hear. How's that? Great to hear. Okay, wonderful. Let's get back to work. She doesn't seem to realize that uh, we're in a crisis. All right. Listen, listen, listen. And this is what we would do if we had a. Sh if we weren't living in a fascist uh, decline, we wouldn't. This is the kind of show we would have, right? We would talk about cats and kittens and. You know, shit that matters, like that. Like cats and kittens and animals in general, right? So how do how do the boys like her? They 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 like her. She's fine. She's she's trying to um rub up on them and stuff, but they're you know, they're kind of scared of her really. And Tara Jr.'s just like Rrr. 
Oh, shit. I love it when the babies, when it's babies like this, it's easy to find loving homes and socialize them. Yes. Yes, for sure. Okay, I'm doing a show. Okay. Um. Yeah, we're doing a show, and it's a shit show. Well, you might think this show is a shit show, but it's not. I'm talking about the Supreme Court of the effing United uh, Divided States, where this court is. See, okay, let's. Where do we begin? Joe Biden, yesterday he, or was it whatever? One one of these days. Oh look! Look what's happening behind us. Boudica's going talking to Sarah Jr. and he's not happy. Booty, Booty, get down. Booty, Boudica, Booty, get out of the shelf, Booty. I'm, I'm trapped. No, we have a we have a catastrophe happening. Hold on, Booty, Booty. Space and time. All right. That could have been a catastrophe. It's Boudica, B-O-U-D-I-C-A. She's named after the Celtic queen Boudica, who in the first century, I think around 40, 60 A.D., um, gave the Romans a run for for their money. But, yeah. Eventually she was suppressed but uh yeah she's uh she's a badass bitch okay um yeah so what have you again so joe biden was on the uh he was he was on msnbc giving a an interview to nicole wallace i didn't tape the whole thing whatever um some of the things that really irritated me he realized this was the the day the supreme court overturned affirmative action so you're talking about 60 years of precedent upon precedent just like they discussed during their confirmation hearings uh, you know uh, roe versus wade for example is not just precedent it's precedent upon precedent that's what justice i like beer said and they talked about starry decisis and respecting precedent and and the legitimacy of the court would be in question if they didn't respect precedent. But this is what's happening right now because they are pulling shit out of their ass and putting it on the page. And just like Republicans, they fix the facts around the policy. And that's really their trick, you know, because they, the only thing that's changed because they've been, these right-wingers have always been gunning for affirmative action. And, uh, you know, now it's just, it's like smash and grab. It's their wish list coming true. They, they want it all, you know. Drag us back to the dark ages. And, you, the, and all you got to do is remember that um, John Roberts... Uh, in the most idiotic, one of the most idiotic things I've ever heard that supposedly comes out of the mouth of someone who is, well, came out of the ass of somebody who's supposedly intelligent, 
that's insulting to my to my intelligence and our intelligence uh is that he said that when he overturned when he wiped his ass with the voting rights act because when nobody was asking him to no one was like this voting rights act has to go in fact it was constantly reaffirmed again and again, which sucks. Why this, sh this shit has to be reaffirmed is beyond me. But it would be, un it was an uncontroversial vote. The last time it was affirmed and reaffirmed at every single 100 to none. So, or whatever, you know, 100%. So no one voted against it. They dared not vote against it. It was a given. So, but Justice, so-called Chief Justice Roberts, whoever the hell his his stupid title is, this cushy ass asshole who, you know, is unfit to sit on the Supreme Court in any capacity, said that the best way to end racism is to end racism. You know, booga, booga, booga. Don't be racist. Okay. And he, he actually brought up the fact, and it's just, this is who Republicans are. It's so sickening. But he brought up that, you know, we had elected Barack Obama, so therefore we're not racist anymore. Things have changed. Well, they may have changed in spite of the right-wingers. That's for sure. They changed as we, as we brought these right-wingers kicking and screaming into the 20th century. We're still trying to drag them into the 20th century as they're trying to drag us back to the 18th century and, be, and beyond. Absolutely. So... The it's, it's the best way to not be racist, just uh, don't be racist. Oh, okay. Isn't that remarkable? Why didn't we think of that? So the fact that African Americans have one-tenth the wealth of white, African American families have one-tenth the wealth of white families. That has not just, it's just, uh, there's no racism there. The redlining and, and talk about affirmative action. The schools, with everything, uh, we talk about it all the time on the show. How it is racist. The reason we have schools funded through property taxes is because of racism. Look at Booty. Look at Booty. She's pulling on the wires. <laughs> She's adorable. Booty. You don't have enough toys, Booty? Booty. No, no, honey. Booty boo. Boo boo. Don't do that. There's only like 5,000 toys in the bedroom. Booty boo. So, yeah. Don't be racist. Don't be racist. Don't. Okay. Don't do it. Uh, don't go to war. Don't be racist. Don't, uh, don't be, uh, don't, you know, uh, well, why don't you stop standing in the way of progress, of us trying not to be racist? Because their argument is 
and I'll tell you what it is when we come back. This is Tara Devlin on Apologetic Liberal Talk, and their argument is the remedy to address the systemic racism in this country is in itself racism. And I have to read this thing from Ellie Massal, who really, I, I, was, I was waiting for him to, uh, to give his opinion because he's, you know, unapologetic. He's kick-ass, and he is uh, on the money. You know, and I and th- this is another thing. Just while I get this article up, um, the fact that Katanji Brown Jackson has to sit there and listen to that to that disgusting Uncle Clarence Thomas, this this effing product of affirmative action, and it and it's it's just like Republicans to benefit. F- from the world that liberals make possible and pull the ladder up behind them. Isn't it just like a right-winger to do that? That is who they are. They benefit from, from everything that liberals create. They, and and they, they're like infants or, or adolescents who, uh, you know, say, I do it myself. You know, they say, oh, uh, they 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 just congratulate themselves, right? I did it all myself. Well, Clarence Thomas would not be anywhere near the Supreme Court if he wasn't if he didn't have darker pigment. Uh, his entire life is defined by affirmative action and getting into school is part of oh he didn't like his his degree it wasn't worth the 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 you know the stamp he put a he put a 10 cent stamp on his degree because it wasn't worth it fuck you uncle clarence you know that and that's a that's the nature of a republican you know the center of the universe is a very crowded place filled with republicans and why are you so bitter Clarence, it really is pathological. He hates himself, just like, you know, the rest of the Republicans. And rather than get help for their self-loathing manias, they inflict them on normal society. You know, just go get the help you need, right-wingers. You know? But they don't. They have to make it everybody else's problem. You know, the people who are capable of functioning in a free democratic society, a diverse society, they they just can't handle it. So, uh, Ellie Mistel writes for The Nation. He wrote, The Supreme Court has killed affirmative action. Mediocre whites can rest easier. Because that's what it's about you know because it's all oh, everybody's picking on these white people that just don't have enough advantages it's unbelievable so let's see where is it what a disgrace hold on a second it's not opening give me a minute not a whole minute. 
terror buster minute. And we know the other thing is that that and we already know what happens when you eliminate affirmative action because it's been done in different states. Let's see, affirmative action. Uh, I think it was Missouri. Oh, no, that was the case. What am I talking about? No, that they were discussing part of the case. Wait, Missouri uh, rolled back. And, well, um, I'm trying to find the exact uh, statistic, but they rolled back affirmative action through a ballot measure. And it's because people are like, I guess, a bunch of racists, you know, who don't really get um yeah you know, what what we're dealing with that what we're trying to do in this uh diverse nation of immigrants and um so you know they fit they've been listening to they well they were listening to rush limbaugh before he's burned he's now burning in hell but you know, they listen to tucker carlson and and in their minds and we've heard this from their very mouths so it's not just me saying it they believe that the most persecuted minority are uh, straight white men, you see? Because they can't, they can't, I guess, uh, man, what is that man spreading when you go on the subway and there's a guy, you know, taking up three seats because he's got his legs open? That's who they are. And if you ask them to move over a little and, uh, you know, share... It's an affront to them as uh, arrogant centers of the universe, I suppose. But when they rolled back affirmative action, and, and it happened, it's not just in one state, it happened in different states, the, the enrollment of African-American students went down to like 2%. And there are structural reasons for this racist ass reasons like for example you're not coming from a good school you might be just as and in fact you have to be even more impressive than some white person with you know who comes from a some you know some uh, advantaged person let's say that comes from a good school and a good you know whatever uh, legacy <laughs> and I mean, it's it's so evident when you look at Katanji Brown Jackson. She's incredible. She's an incredible person. Her resume is impeccable. She has more experience and more credentials than any right winger on the Supreme Court, including John Roberts. She is she is head and shoulders above them. Uh, oh, she, I mean, Amy Coney Barrett? Are you kidding me? Uh, Justice I Like Beer? Who, these people, their resumes were... Um, they. This is the extent of their resumes. Uh, they are Republican ideologues. That's their resume. They were being groomed for the Supreme Court because they... of who they are. They have no honor... That's one of the 
the qualifications for being a right-wing Supreme Court justice, so-called justice. You have to ha- you have to be on the team. You have to be somebody who has no integrity. You have to be able to take bribes and not even blink when uh, when questioned about it. In fact, you might even get arrogant and bang the table and say, "How dare you question my my pals?" You know, uh, this 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 fancy fishing trip where I got this plane ride that was that was like five hundred thousand dollars. I mean, ridiculous amounts of money being thrown at these Supreme Court justices. And um, what's his name? Alito said that he, um, you know, it was like it wasn't. He didn't report these trips. Because the seat was empty. It would have been empty anyway. So he was just taking an empty seat. So really, it was zero. The price was zero. You believe the fucking logic of these scumbags who are ruling over this country? Unbelievable and unacceptable. Absolutely unacceptable. So before, well... Before I get into the article with Elon Mistel, um, Joe Biden being interviewed saying we all heard his statement that this is it. This Supreme Court is not, it's not a normal Supreme Court. And he said that, uh, what did he say on, uh, oh, well, what he, he, he was asked about this statement on, um, when he was on uh, MSNBC being interviewed by Nicole Wallace. And he said that he, you know, what's the remedy? And he said he didn't want to do anything. He, he wasn't going to do a damn thing. What's the remedy with it? Well, uh, nothing. You know, let's just hope and hope and change, I guess. <laughs> let's just shit in one hand and uh, hope in another and see which one gets filled up faster. So you have no remedies, even though the Constitution says that Congress, that, that, that you know, the, the, that it's not set in stone that the Supreme Court has to have nine justices. In fact, why, he should pull an FDR, you know, age these people out, give them half a vote. That's what uh, FDR wanted to do. Hold on, we'll be right back. I can't believe it. It's going so fast. So, that's what really pissed me off when I saw um, Joe Biden on on MSNBC saying that he wasn't going to do anything about this. This is absolutely unacceptable. So, you know there's a problem. You know the court is out of control. You know that they're that they're not just coming for our rights; they have come for our rights. They have fundamentally reshaped this country. They have sent women to back alleys to die. They've taken our freedom to uh, uh, the, to be autonomous over our bodies. They they love abortion because their policies create so many of them. You realize that. You know that. 
that criminalizing abortion doesn't reduce the abortion rate. So this is completely about control. And so, uh, so they've already done that, overturning 50 years precedent, even though they said in their confirmation hearings again and again that Roe versus Wade is precedent upon precedent and blah, blah, blah. And they've wiped their ass with 60 years of precedent upon precedent with uh, overturning affirmative action, reshaping the country for the worse. You don't just wish racism away. And then with the stupid basic bitch web designer, that this is an absolute insult to the entire population of earth frankly they that this effing supreme court took this hypothetical case this is absolutely unheard of you have that's i mean you have to have standing you can't just say well maybe one day i'm gonna want to do something and when i do that thing i want to be able to say i'm sorry no black people at the counter. If I make a cheese sandwich for somebody, I, I'm not, I only want to make it for white people because my sky spook, my sincerely held religious belief, eat my ass, okay? That um, says that I must discriminate against somebody. And no one, this bitch doesn't even have a website business. You realize this? She doesn't even have this business. She's thinking about creating it. Says the the right wing bunch of, uh, you know, the, what's the name of the organization? Some fucking, you know, it's like this is what they do. Some, some uh, closet case created this organization that is dedicated to destroying gay people and they shopped around looking for somebody but nobody had anything you know to complain about so they made something up and they got this basic bitch who doesn't even have a a, a website business she just wants to make one she's she's thinking about it you know maybe one day and when she does this thing she doesn't want to do anything for gays because she doesn't believe it. Her giant man on a cloud said that she can't, she can't make anything that has any gays getting married. Now, fuck you. First of all, the other thing is, who, what gay in their right mind is going to that basic bitch for a tacky website? No, nobody. One thing you could say, gay people, well, maybe not me, but, you know, gay men have taste. Have you ever seen the, their apartments? I, they need to come here and do, uh, you know. Well, that's why they have that whole show, the gay, um, what is that called? You know, the gays go and uh, do give you a makeover. It's really true. <laughs> a lot of gays, men, are very... Uh, are very, uh, are very, um, I'm just getting distracted because I'm getting another fucking text. She named him Roy. I love that name. Okay. That's nice. Yes, yes. 
it fits. Okay, anyway. Um So this that bitch, um she doesn't have standing. There is no standing because if you think maybe one day you're going to want to have a business and you're going to want to not serve a a targeted minority group. How dare you? You know, this that's why this Supreme Court is absolutely disgusting and illegitimate. And and for um for Joe Biden to say, I realize this court is, um, you know, what he said, out of control or it's uh, it's not normal, but I'm not going to do anything about it. So, I mean, what kind of Neville Chamberlain are you? So we're just supposed to sit by and allow this illegitimate, rogue, dishonorable court to continue to beat us up continue to inflict its manias on us until when when uh, until oh uh, well that's why election have elections have consequences well are we completely powerless we this, this consequences my ass the these these traitors from the word go, they invited, Moscow Mitch invited these dishonorable right-wingers to a coup, and they accepted. Starting from Neil Gorsuch. He's illegitimate, right there. And that's what gets me insane about Democrats. They never... They, they just never fight from the beginning. And we've talked about this numerous times. How the Democrats, it, it drives me insane that from the beginning, from Neil Gorsuch, it's just like, oh, well, um, they win. And here we have Justice Gorsuch. What they, when they should have said all along, every time they got in front of a camera, the illegitimate Justice Gorsuch. That's how you do it. You don't just like when somebody steals from you, you just like, hey, uh, you know, they steal your car and then next thing you're they're driving around in it. Hey, nice car. You got a good car there. Would you? Oh, I love. I, hey, well, you stole it fair and square. It's absolutely disgusting and unacceptable from the beginning. So you're not going to do anything about it because Joe Biden's like, well, then it will just, um, they'll add more. And who gives a fucking shit what they're going to do? They're going to do it. You better believe they will do it. If the shoe was on the other foot, which it wouldn't be because Democrats don't fight like that. They they don't fight. They don't block Supreme Court justices from, you know, they give them a fair hearing. And that's, in fact, why effing Uncle Clarence is on the bench. When he's unfit, too. He's absolutely unfit. He shouldn't be anywhere near the Supreme Court. Him and his traitor wife. I can't even take it. These effing traitors, what's it going to take, Democrats? To impeach these scumbags. To start 
the I mean, look at these look at these traitors. Look at these perjury trader greens. These effing disgusting um, you know, Lauren banned from the bowling alley, Bobert, all of them, George Santos, all of them. And they they're just an abomination. But do you think they the the antics I mean, they're they're in the middle of impeaching everybody in Joe Biden's cabinet. They're going after Hunter Biden. Like it's it's like uh, you know their fucking birthright. I'm sick of it. I'm just sick of Democrats not fighting. How is this acceptable? And then when it's even broached, it's like, you know. Um, it's rarely broached. Now, I know Adam Schiff is saying that we need to do something about the Supreme Court. You know, that, that, that here and there. It should be one unified voice. And it's honestly, it's uh, a little too late. Too little too late. It's, uh, what are we going to do? We win elections and we still are in the minority. The Republicans represent fewer people. They have a minority ideology. They represent fewer people. They receive fewer votes. And they still have power. This is unacceptable. And that's another thing that the Democrats need to get out there uh, all the time. And whenever you get in front of a camera, they are a minority. They represent a minority. They receive fewer votes. And this is the other thing. I know I've said it before, and I'll say it again, that this effing corporate media, this eff- hold on. Look, there's Augie. Yeah, this effing corporate media. The thing that I, I can't take, you know, these effing polls all the time. A poll, a poll. Well, how come Joe Biden can't break through with a fucking poll? You know, he's the economy is the best it's been in 65,000 years. And then the uh, uh, the Chips and Science Act and all of the, the infrastructure. And, okay. Why is Joe Biden not up in the polls? Why? Because here's what drives me insane. There, they say that even though uh, you know we have the best economy, the lowest unemployment, this uh, the infrastructure bill and the chips and science finally being able to make these uh, essential, uh, you know, tech this essential technology here and in the United States. Finally, right? Um, and which will create jobs as from sea to shine and sea. But uh, Joe Biden just can't break through because the American people still think that the Republicans are better on the economy. Now, why? Why would they think that? Could that have anything to do with the fact that you're constantly fucking humping these polls I wonder it's a self-fulfilling prophecy it's like a ra- it's like a circle jerk At round and round we go where we where it stops we certainly know because the more you keep saying it 
the more it gets out there. Oh, Joe Biden is bad on the economy. I don't like the economy. The economy, you know, it's not, and it's worse because we have this other universe that right wingers live in where they're being lied to by by networks that literally have to pay nearly a billion dollars for their lies and they they're nothing but propaganda outlets they have no standards they have no they 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 only have one goal divide and conquer the dumb dumbs and get them to vote for their own demise but you know, Joe Biden says he doesn't want to get the court. He doesn't want to uh, do anything about the court because that will politicize the the court. Are you kidding me? It will politicize it because the next time the Republicans get into power, they will ma- expand the court and then it'll just expand and expand and let them, let them try. Why are you constantly fighting with um, strongly worded emails? We're in the middle of a coup. We're in the middle of the fight of our lives. These fuckers are rogue. They're out of control. They hate America. They hate democracy. They hate the rule of law. And they are wrapping their destruction in the veneer of legitimacy by fixing the facts around the policy. That's what they're doing. And uh, that used to impress me with Republicans, you know, um, Scalia, because he, he would argue one thing. He would say, yeah, because this is what they're, that's their mission. That's why they're there. They are there to manipulate the legal whatever you know they all the legal uh case law whatever you know all their legal fucking bullshit into fixing the facts around whatever they're trying to fucking promote at the moment that's what they they talk out of both sides of their ass constantly and then it's like the um yeah it's like the republicans who pretend to love jesus they can find any quote from the Bible to justify their their hatred of whoever the minority group du jour, which is usually gay people, even though they neglect every 99.9% of the Bible, but they take one fucking passage, a man shall not lie with another man. It's an abomination, along with a long list of abominations that they ignore, right? I mean, it's the hypocrisy. Get your stinking sky spook out of my secular government. But anyway, but this is what they're about. It's like they're fixing the facts around the policy, and now they're doing the same thing. With Martin Luther King, if I hear another Republican say the we want to be judged by the content of our character, not the color of our skin, is that the only quote you know? Republicans, yes, because it fits the facts around your policy of being a fucking loser who hates America, who ca- who can't actually face reality. And wants this country divided 
in, in, in ad infinitum. You will never see a Republican talking about our actual issues. They hate this country. They want it to be a kiss-up, kick-down, uh, entrenched intergenerational aristocracy again, just like the founders fought a revolution to overthrow. That's, what, that's, the, that's the policy. You know, in the meantime, this pesky nation of laws is standing in the way, but they don't even care. It's like, it's a one manipulation after another. It's sickening. And for Joe Biden, he, he was on, you know, and talking to Nicole Walls, he was saying that there are, there are some good Republicans. And Nicole Wallace says, who? And he said, well, Mitt Romney, really, Mitt Romney voted for Trump twice, twice, in, in knowing he was a traitor after the coup. And, and he voted for him before. No good person voted for Trump, I'm here to tell you. And if you voted for him, shame on you. You better look at yourself. I don't care who you are. If you're, uh, you know, my mother, my father, I mean, they're, they would never. But I don't care. You're the nicest guy. You're a fucking loser. You better look at yourself. Why did you vote for that? Why did you vote for somebody that when uh, the first day of his campaign kicked off his campaign calling Mexicans rapists and you voted for that guy? You didn't see this, the, the fascism through the trees. Disgraceful. You're a disgrace. No good person voted for these right-wingers. None of them. So Joe Biden says, oh, well, Mitt Romney. And uh, then he said that there were six Republicans that came to him privately and said, you know, we agree with you, but we can't say anything because if we do, we'll be primaried. Well, that doesn't... And then he said, well, it's not exactly a profile in courage, but yeah, so there, you're, you're still telling me there are good Republicans. You're talking about a party that is pushing the big lie. You're, the entire party is in on the coup. They will fucking vote for this goddamn traitor again. This goddamn classified document tra stealing traitor. And you better believe that that traitor, Trump, the reason he took those documents is because he wanted leverage. It wasn't, he didn't, it wasn't just about looking at these uh, cute little classified documents. He wanted leverage. There's nothing that scumbag does that isn't in, that isn't in some way to get him money because he's sick. And it's a sickness. You know, greed is a sickness. But here in this country, Republicans think it's that's the only American value, selfish greed. Selfishness and greed, that's the only American way. But freedom, that's freedom, right? The freedom to discriminate. And I've said it for years. 
too. The other thing is, you know, the Republic, I said this one time to someone who's a normal person. And I said that Republicans don't think they're free unless they can call somebody the N word. And this, and this is a good friend of mine and she's, you know, the, a very nice person. She's a normal person. She's, you know, not a right winger, of course. And, but she is this eternal optimist. She really thinks, like she does think that there are good Republicans. Like she does think that. And I always say, who, where, where, show me. Uh, what good Republican? You know? But she's, you know, I guess she would think that, well, uh, you know, uh, they're all, they're, they're, you know, the people, well, what she would say is that people vote for him for different reasons. Well, what are those reasons? Oh, I told you there was one guy in my Buddhist group that voted for Trump because he said, well, I think it was, uh, you know, we want to shake things up. He's a loser. So, yeah, you certainly shook things up to the core with a traitor, putting a selfish, narcissist, sociopath traitor in there. And yes, and like I was saying, you better believe Trump took those documents because he wanted to sell them. He wanted, why would you take them to your tacky bed, miss, bedminster, whatever the fuck place in Jersey and um, meet with the Saudis? That's what he did. He took them on this. He he literally had them on the plane with him when he went and negotiated this golf deal with the Saudis, who uh, fifteen of the nineteen hijackers and uh, were funded. Were, were Saudis and were funded by the Saudi uh, government. So you know our trade, our 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 enemies, really, but who lord over a literal handmaid's tale, who lured a, a journalist into an embassy and dismembered him alive, you know, disgusting, absolutely disgusting. And this is what Republicans stand for. So no, there are no good Republicans. And if you say there are six, if Joe Biden says there are six of them that came to him privately and were like, oh, I wish I could say some, I will be, well, what's wrong with you? And you just let um, Liz Cheney, I mean, she's no, whatever, she's a fucking traitor too. She voted for Trump the first time, at least, but okay. Um, there are some lines she won't cross, which is good. But, uh, you know, you let her hang out to dry. All the Republicans had to do was stick together. That's for sure. And the, this cult would have been done in the beginning. They could have nipped that scumbag in the bud. That's if all they had to do was stick together and said they saw that they they were getting power. You know, they created Frankenstein's monster. And it was alive, and they feed. They were feeding off of it. They're all they're all vile scumbags. You know, the only reason. I mean, that's what I'm saying. There's no good Republican because they pretend to love Jesus, just like they pretend to love America, while they 
hate everybody in America. They dismantle anything that makes America actually great. They, they stand in the way of anything that makes a more perfect union. They want this country to be the United States of serfs and lords. That's what, I mean, I'm not kidding. That's why I call it that. I've been saying that for years. From the land of the free to the United States of serfs and lords. And they don't think they're free unless they can call somebody the N-word. That's really what it boils down to. Unless they can openly hate, you, they're not free. You know, freedom! Without some liberal uh, telling them to be nice. Now they have a free reign. They can, they can discriminate. They can refuse service to second-class citizens because of some phony-ass bitch and this fake-ass case that is absolutely unheard of for uh, any court in the land to pretend that something is uh, that you know is happening. It's a it's completely fabricated, and. You know, every attempt to make a country great, they hate. That's an affront to them. You know, that's because, what, am, am I wrong? I'm not wrong. I've never been wrong. In a, I mean, I've been wrong with some things, but not this. That the Republicans, uh, they, they hate America. They... Because you can't love America. You say you love America, but you hate everybody in it. You what? What is it that you love about America? Because you you hate America. You just want America to be the country that you that that every that this country was founded as an antidote to. You want the rich to run and rule and own everything and white people at the top white men you don't want freedom they don't see that well, i mean freedom free yeah free to form a legal marriage contract with uh someone who may have the same peepee what is that your business that's freedom you know mind your own fucking business but instead they are or or if someone is and requires gender affirming care. Mind your own fucking business. What do you care? Live and let live. Shut your filthy mouth. But don't blame your stinking, disgusting personality on some giant cloud being who is worse than you. you is your cloud being is a petty little fucking basic bitch just like you? Your cloud being uh, uh, knows all the secrets of the universe. He knows every hair on your head, but he gives a shit that you don't bake a cake for somebody who is forming a legal marriage contract with somebody who has the same peepee. Like the whole world, the whole universe, you know, is at this cloud being's beck and call. He could do anything, and but that's what he's concerned of. Because that's your only concern. Being a gay basher is their only holy obligation. 
I mean, but this is, that's freedom to Republicans, the freedom to discriminate, the freedom to hate. Oh, because you, you have that freedom to hate, but do it in your privacy of your stupid hovel. Do it in the privacy of your shack, your meth lab. Leave, us, leave normal people alone. We don't come to your stupid fucking uh, Bible-thumping bullshit and say the, um, that you have to do whatever the fuck we tell you to. But that's who they are. They come into our lives, in our homes. And instead... They, I mean, we're not going uh, to Arkansas and telling these effing Duggars not to have 19 kids and counting. You know, that shit. But they're coming into our homes telling us we can't, uh, everything we can't do because they don't like, they, they, you know, it's their sky spook. That's freedom? Fuck you, really. Your freedom. But uh, your freedom is... Uh, honestly, <laughs> making us less free. The rest of us have to, what, not be free? So you can be free to be a f- piece of dirt? You could be free to ha- to live in a country that's just as small and backward and ugly and vile as you are and dishonorable and ridiculous as you are you see they hate freedom they hate democracy they hate diversity they hate everything about this country I wish I was wrong I really really do my name is Tara Dimmel I will be right back I'm looking at pictures of Roy the cat. Oh, he's sitting in their laps. That's good. He's sitting in their laps. See? He's a good he's a love bug. Hey, but hold on. I gotta move this pillow. Uh, my ass is killing me. I gotta get some new uh chairs up in this bitch. For this bitch. That's why uh, you got to become a patron. And thank you, Jim, for your super chat. Bad SCOTUS. Okay, thank you. All right. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. Well, yes, Kathy on the chat says, United we stand, divided we fall. That is true. That's why they have to divide us. The only thing, you know, less freedom for us. Vilify. I mean, what kind of country is free that vilifies a targeted minority group? Hmm? You think that, what, you think that kind of country is something to be looking up to? Or uh, not just vilifying. I mean, they have it all. They got the fascism. uh, They got it covered. And, uh, you know, to the targeting minority groups, banning books. uh, They have the corrupted courts. 
They have the corrupted media. They have their their fucking traitors, you know, who stormed the Capitol. Uh, it's uh, they're a disgrace. They hate this country. And oh, look at Booty. She's good girl. Hold on a second. Mm -mm 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 -mm. I can't take it. It's never. It's and and now you know. I don't. I'm sure you saw this effing moms. Moms for Liberty, my uh, my ass. Well, we talked about Moms for Liberty, um, and this is a hate group. You see, but they're all running to this hate group. The it, it should be called Mobs for Liberty, because that's what they do. They go to school boards in and as a mob, and they scream and disrupt. I'm just sick of that. And that goes to show you who they are. A bunch of traitors. Mobs for liberty. And then they sent out this newsletter. I mean, and after they sent out the newsletter with the Hitler quote, these Republicans rush to this Mobs for Liberty event. Well, that's not the first time they uh, had Hitler quotes. Yes, According to media, well, not just according to, according to reality, uh, Media Matters reports that uh, the Indiana chapter of Mobs for Liberty drew national scrutiny after placing an Adolf Hitler quote on the front of its newsletter. Media Matters has since uncovered that another chapter of the group used the same Hitler quote in a 2021 presentation. The Hamilton County of Mob, Mobs for Liberty issued a statement of an apology after the news broke. Blah, blah, blah. Media Matters has obtained images from this 2021 uh, Mobs for Liberty event. And this, the slide was titled The Youth. I knew that was going to happen. I knew that was going to happen. I could see them behind me. Talk about a mob. We got a mob of kittens behind us. Well, anyway, Mobs for Liberty said that, well, this is the, the photo. The youth. The slide was titled The Youth with the text reading, As the government schools go, so go the children in the nation. These men were not just making this up. So they have Hitler and they have Lincoln quotes. The presenter was Alex Newman, a right-wing conspiracy theorist who is the host of a, a QAnon show. It's a show on the QAnon channel. I didn't even know there was one. America Media Periscope. Newman is an involved member of the uh, John Birch Society. The, these scumbags. That we can never get rid of, it seems, as a nation. What did we do, you know? I guess it's our race's ass history that we can't seem to ever rectify because of these pricks standing in the way of, of a more perfect union, of progress, of unity, of e pluribus unum. Everything about that they hate. Are you going to tell me? Really, seriously. 
What if we went to Republicans and and asked them what they well we know they think their national motto is in God we trust, but they hate God. They just like gay bashing. They trust God, my ass. No, they trust themselves. They trust billionaires. They trust fucking greed-centered ghouls mobs for liberty um anyway uh where is that so from the nation i know i've been been threatening this why can't i talk why can't a word come out of my mouth stuck there for a second all right so, Ellie Mistal writes, The Supreme Court has killed affirmative action. Mediocre whites can rest easier. It has been a long goodbye. The Supreme Court declared race consciousness in college admissions, also known as affirmative action, unconstitutional today. The vote was predictable, 6-3, to three, with all the justices appointed by Republican presidents standing together to revoke the policy. The majority opinion was written by Chief Justice John Roberts himself, old balls and strikes, as Robin Kincaid calls her, calls him, I mean, or whatever, uh, was written by, uh, who ruled that affirmative action violates the Equal Protection Clause of the 14th Amendment. The 14th Amendment was, of course, written explicitly to revoke the racism practiced by whites against blacks through their slavers' constitution. But Roberts doesn't care about that. Do you see how disgusting? That's why I wanted to read this, because Ellie Massal, he he hits the nail on the head, as usual, that they, how disgusting these people are, the, that they bastardize the 14th Amendment, using the 14th Amendment that, that rectifies a slaver's constitution does something to rectify. It's a step in the right direction, but they use it to drag us back to as a as a as a as a cudgel to beat to beat black people back where they belong, according to right wingers. Yes, the 14th Amendment was of course written explicitly to revoke the racism practiced by whites against black blacks through their slavers constitution but roberts doesn't care about that his opinion attempts to capture the 14th amendment and re and redeploy it to justify a white version of colorblindness that just so happens to lock in a status quo that benefits whites likes like ras like last year's revocation of reproductive rights in Dobbs v. Jackson, the decision today in Students for Fair Admissions versus Harvard and Students for Fair Admission versus University of North Carolina achieves a long-standing conservative policy goal through the fiat of six unelected Supreme Court justices. Conservatives have been gunning for affirmative action since the policy was reintroduced in the 1960s. It had previously been used during Reconstruction 
and conservatives killed it then too. Today is a victory for the Heritage Foundation, the Federalist Society, and the entire conservative legal establishment that has correctly identified the courts as the way to reverse policies they don't like because they can't do it. This is me talking, not, not Ellie Mistel, but they don't, they can't do it through elections because the people don't want it. They can't do it through democracy. So that's why they are corrupting the courts just like the Nazis did. But the death of affirmative action was not achieved merely through the machinations of Republican lawyers. While conservatives on the Supreme Court delivered the fatal blow, the policy has long been made vulnerable by soft bigotry of parents whose commitment to integration and equality turns cold the, minute, the minute their little cherubs fail to get into the first choice college or university. Exactly. Oh, it's uh, some affirmative action case is taking your place. Oh, my Lord. We'll be right back. All right. If you want to see it, we're reading, um, excuse me, we're reading Ely Massal's article from The Nation. I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's very long. But let's see. Maybe we'll get... I, I. It's really good. I just don't think we have the time. Let's see. Let's read some more. A little bit more. On the facts... Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. There's so, so many good points in this. Okay. People have often expressed surprise that Thomas is so stridently against the policy, but I'm here to tell you that all of Thomas's treacherous attempts to set black folks back to second-class status is one of the easiest to trace. Thomas considers himself a victim of affirmative action. In his autobiography, My Grandfather's Son, Thomas says his degree from Yale um, was never taken seriously because of affirmative action. He recounts painfully how white employers didn't believe that he could be as smart as his grades indicated because they believed he was only there as an affirmative action admit. Frankly, I know the feeling. I think that any successful black person in this country, especially one who went to a traditionally elite university, knows this feeling. I'm a well-respected legal columnist and a best-selling author, and I can't go a week without some simpleton who paid eight bucks for Twitter suggesting that I didn't earn my place at Harvard Law an institution I graduated from 20 freaking years ago. It's maddening, both in the sense that it makes me violently angry and that it interrupts the normal functioning of my brain. If you haven't walked a mile in my shoes or Thomas's shoes or the shoes of any other black person who has the temerity to be excellent while black, <laughs> excellent while black, um, where am I? Ah, you really don't know what it's like to have a white white person who have the intellectual firepower of a wet cigarette 
question your credentials. Exactly. The difference between me, along with most black folks, and Clarence Thomas is that Thomas has decided to take his hurt feelings out on the most effective social justice policies in American history. While most black people just learn to step over the low account white, white folks clawing at our ankles, most black people strive to overcome racial injustice. Thomas was broken by it. Instead of blaming white folks for doing the oppressing, uh, Thomas has decided to ally with them and blame the policy meant to break their exclusive access to power. He's almost a tragic figure, a man who's adopted the white narrative about black people so completely that he's curdled it into a mere spokesman for the white narrative. Uh, isn't that succinct and, uh, I mean, just sums up all these, these black Republicans who are human shields for Republican bigotry? Yes, he's a tragic figure, a man who's adopted the white narrative about black people so completely he's curdled it. He's curdled into a mere spokesperson for the white narrative. Hello. Human shield. Again, I almost get it. I almost see where he's coming from. I remember coming home from elementary school one day and declaring to my black and proud parents that I couldn't be black. I had heard kids at my predominantly white Catholic elementary school saying that black people weren't clean. And I explained to my parents that this made me not black because I took a bath every day. And I didn't want to be associated with people who didn't wash. Obviously, my parents were horrified. Obviously, they pulled me out of that school the next year and put me into a predominantly black public school. Obviously... I learned that not everything white people say is true, but Thomas is somehow the guy who never learned. He figured out how to disregard what white people say about us, uh, learning how to ignore white folks and their stupid racial theories while living your full life is pretty much the final test towards emancipation. And it's one that Thomas seems to have flunked for his entire professional life. Of course, I say that Thomas is almost a tragic figure. I, I almost feel sorry for him. But what drains my empathy is the fact that I've had to read his absolutely trash legal opinions. The astute reader will note that I have thus far mentioned the majority's arguments uh, against affirmative action, and that's because their legal arguments are embarrassing. The actual cases decided today involve lawsuits brought by the Students for Fair Admissions group and of the AAPI students organized, organized, organized by white conservatives, legal gadfly Ed Bloom. Bloom, or Blum, has made it his life's work to destroy affirmative action. And, and now this is me talking. Now, these people that... Republicans follow and uh, want us all to, you know, emulate this our society uh, around their manias are are horrible human beings, right? Like Stephen Miller, he's the architect of the steal uh, children from their parents and 
shit like that. Uh, Jared Kushner, another disgusting person who, uh, you know, is uh, the, she, I mean, among many, many things, was uh, the architect of the uh, appalling response to COVID that killed over a million Americans. And that's just fine with right-wingers. They'd like to kill more, in fact. Blum has made it his life's work to destroy affirmative action and is eager to argue that affirmative action policies discriminate against AAPI students who don't get into elite schools besides, I mean, despite competitive grades and standardized test scores. On the facts, Blum and SFFA are simply wrong. The district court, the finder of fact in our federal system, found that the universities do not intentionally discriminate against AAPI students, and more specifically, that there is no evidence that affirmative action is hurting them. So, once again, Republicans make shit up and fix the facts around the policy, which is harming America. That's what, that's what they want. They want us nice and divided into our hierarchies of kiss-up, kick-down hierarchies while they continue to steal and make the, the gap between rich and poor wider and wider until they destroy pesky democracy once and for all. That's it. And we look just like the system the founders overthrew. I mean, we want, maybe won't have an actual king, but they, they're just like all over the world. They have these dictators like Putin. They don't call him King Putin, but that's what he is. They call him president. That's what they'll call him here, president. President, uh, you know, uh, Donald Trump Jr. What this means, let me see, Where where was I? Yes, so there is no evidence that affirmative action is hurting them. So you would think that the court would take that into consideration, but just like they don't, you don't actually need actual life things happening, you could just come up with some bullshit and be like, yeah, I think I might want to discriminate against somebody if I open a business one day. Can you help me? So I've written that I think Harvard does discriminate against AAPI applicants, but that discrimination has nothing to do with affirmative action. Well, there you go. It's just another excuse to do something that Republicans want to do because they hate America. What this means is the entire argument against affirmative action is based on feelings, right? Matt, you know how Republicans are. Fuck your feelings. Drinking liberal tears. Oh, fuck your feelings. That's another thing I hate about Republicans, you know? Because it's all like, you know, drinking your tears. What kind of a patriot wants to drink the tears of other Americans? Oh, not a patriot. Well, that's the end of the Progressive Voices part of the show. Yeah, if you like unapologetic liberal talk, become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. We will win. We're on the right side of history. 
decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. Watch the end of the show at youtube.com slash our channel slash Tarabuster. We stick together, we win. We will win. My name is Tara Devlin. I'll see you soon. Where's Boudica? Booty! Boudica! I should not let the I wish I should not stir them. Not a creature was stirring. Not even a Boudica. Not even a little booty. Alright, well, let's see. Yes, based on feelings. It's so true. It's so true. Uh, of some, stu let's see what, what this means is the entire argument against affirmative action is based on the feelings of some students and their parents that they wouldn't have gotten into these schools if the schools admitted or the, excuse me, that they would have gotten into these schools if the schools admitted fewer black people. Scum. Not that, you know, they see the advantage of you know, having diverse associations, you know, opening your mind. What is wrong with these people? They suck. They hate America. They lack the maturity to function in America. And they want to make America as small and vile as they are. It's really always been the mission of the right wing. Getting rid of affirmative action will neither require schools to admit more AAPI students nor force them to weigh so-called merit-based factors more heavily. In California, which ended affirmative, its affirmative action policies over 25 years ago, that's what I was referring to, or one of them, studies show that without affirmative action, black enrollment plummets, Latino enrollment plummets, AAPI enrollment goes up a little bit and whites flood the remaining opportunities. And that's how they like it. Right-wingers, of course, because they're Nazis. Now they're ultimately, they're just outright Nazis who are quoting Hitler on their uh, brochures. <laughs> and, the, and the filthy Republicans are flocking to their events. It's just, it's, where do I live? Of course, boosting white opportunities at the expense of black and Latino students is what conservatives like Ed Bloom want, or Blum. They've just managed to convince a minority of AAPI parents that making the world easier for varsity blue wealthy white parents will also trickle down to their kids. The problem with this pro-white policy goal is that it's nowhere near a constitutional argument. Oh, Jesus Christ. And I recommend read, you reading the entire article <clears throat> at the, at the, at, why can't I, at the native, at the nation. I can't talk. Yeah, they just don't have, it's, where do we live? You know, it's kind of, 
Um, it's beyond embarrassing. And it's too alarming. You know, we've gone past embarrassing. Now we're into what the fuck? So let me see. Again, the student, the Republicans destroyed the student loans. Like everywhere we go, everywhere we look, these scumbags, you know, who are hanging out with billionaires. And Joe Biden, he was right when he spoke today, saying how they they all took these PPP loans. You know, it's it's feathering their own nests. Bailouts for me, not for thee. Loans that they didn't have to pay back. You understand? That's they got forgiven. And Joe Biden mentioned one of these members of Congress, in fact, received a loan over a million dollars. Now, I he didn't name names. Let's see. I didn't look that up. Member of Congress. PPP loan over one million. Let's see. Congress created PPP loans. At least 12 members reaped the benefits. Huh. Give me the list, please. Mm -mm -mm. Conservative politicians have condemned President Biden's plan to cancel student debt. Certain. Yes, U.S. Representative Vern Buchanan said it would be unfair to people who didn't take a loan. Fuck yourself, unfair. Who already paid off theirs. Well, I hate them. I hate these people. I, and I told you guys, I, I posted a little short from one of the shows on YouTube here, and I, and I was mentioning how student loan forgiveness was... Um, you know, is a policy that benefits all of us. And it really got under my skin because one dumb bitch posted on the, you know, the comments that, oh, you mean it benefits you. I paid my student loans, you scumbag bitch. I doubt you're watching because you're probably at some Mobs for Liberty event, but um, I paid my student loans. So, kiss my ass? Oh, I'm sorry, kiss my white Irish ass, I guess. Uh, and uh, th who cares? I paid my, so everybody has to pay theirs because I paid my loans? I paid, uh, well, let's not do anything ever then. Because somebody had to had it worse one time. Let's not, you know, uh, let's not free the slaves because that's so many people had to live and die in bondage. Let's not, I don't know, pass Social Security because so many had to die of hypothermia in the winter and malnutrition all year round before. Social Security, why should you have it so good? 
and it's the this this hatred of America and other Americans that makes me sick. But worse than making me sick, it makes the entire country sick. Because if you can't see how throwing a, someone a lifeline and giving people some breathing room, how that benefits all of us, then I feel sorry for you. You know, and I'm sure you're a real good Christian, too. Pigs, excuse me, uh, no offense to pigs, because pigs are charming and intelligent, and they would understand this. They wouldn't do this to each other. But that's how Republicans have done. That's what, that's what they've done to us. Well, to them, to their, the, the people dumb enough and, and small enough and vile enough to vote for them. They have turned Americans against each other. Why should you get it? It's unfair. Unfair. You know what's unfair? That... Young people who are trying to have this piece of the American dream that Reaganomics turned into an impossible, uh, mission impossible, that they have to come out of college as a, an indentured servant to banks. And while corporations are reaping record profits that they can't uh, share, you know, that they can't share these record profits with the workers. So you could work your low-paying, uniquely American, no-benefit, no-dead-end job, and you'll never dig yourself out of the hole. But you've been told your entire life, well, get an education because it's, you'll, you'll make more money than if you didn't. You'll be able to support yourself. Oh, well, you shouldn't have gotten a gender studies degree then. Well, what kind of a fucking country is this? I mean, the mark of a successful country is that we have, we have, uh, what do you call it? We have addressed our basic needs. That we're not out there. We don't have to scrape and fight and claw constantly every single day from sun up to sundown that you have some time to, you know, it's such a successful society that some of us are even studying and discussing what it means to be a human being. That's the point. We should all come up with some algorithm to high-frequency trade or come up with some fucking Amway scam, right? Go to business school. Everybody be an entrepreneur. Maybe you, too, could be a billionaire, and then you can go fuck off into space with a dick-shaped rocket, right? And look at the big blue marble. I understand it all now. Jesus, help this country. Jesus, help this country. Jesus, take the wheel. It's unreal. The stupids in this country. But they have 
I mean, I, it's so many things that irritate me about them. The hypocrisy is is up there. You know, their their lack of decency, their lack of honor, their absolute hatred of everything that Amer- that makes America great. That makes me sick. Their inability to, or, you know, well, you know, it's just like they're, they, they, it's like they being as a, a fucking loser, a racist, bigoted, small minded loser is uh, that's their, their American dream. You know, that's their birthright. In other countries, you're, your birthright is when you go, when you get sick, you get to go to a doctor. Here, you get to um, get to the point where you are so stressed out that you buy an AR-15 and go fucking shoot up a mall. Fuck. I hate these people. I'm sick of it. I don't even know who I hate more. You know? I mean, the Democrats uh, are enough with this shit. Enough with this, well, it's political. Yeah, have you noticed? Uh, Are you done bringing a strongly worded email to a gun battle? But I guess not. That's Joe Biden. They're saying, oh, well, that's Biden. You know, he's he's an institutionalist. Well, we're all going to be a fucking institutionalized. If these Democrats don't damn do a damn thing about these right wingers, well, we'll be institutionalizing camps before the before they're through. You, oh, you don't think it'll go there? Of course it will. Look what they're doing to trans people. Look what they just did to the, the LGBT community, making it legal to discriminate. Everywhere we look, the Republicans are, are, are giving each other permission to hate, to hate their fellow Americans. That's what it's about. You know, as Rush Limbaugh used to say, some people are just born to be slaves. That's the Republican mantra. But they love Jesus, you see. They hate Jesus. They hate Jesus as much as they hate America. I wish they loved Jesus. I really do. Because then we wouldn't be in this boat, you realize. They would They would have some honor when Moscow Mitch McConnell called up Gorsuch and Justice I Like Beer, and uh, Justice Handmade, uh, Amy Coney, uh, she's got to call her husband for permission, Barrett, and said, hey, you want to help me uh, in my mission to corrupt the Supreme Court? So when I'm dead and buried, that I'll be fucking this country into the ground for the next 50 years? until the future generations who are not yet born, we imagine how much pain and conflict we're going to bring to them. It's so delightful. 
and these these dishonorable scumbags, well, if they really were all about Jesus, they'd say, oh, I can't do that, Moscow Mitch. Um, I have to answer for my, uh, to my maker one of these days. And if, well, what am I going to say when Jesus asked me, did some traitor who hates this country, hates this America that I created as a, under the banner of E Pluribus Unum, as a multi-ethnic, racial, uh, you know, multi-racial, diverse country that w wasn't founded on, uh, you know, a geographical area or nationality. It was founded under an idea of happiness and freedom and e pluribus unum for a reason, right? And the, and you, they asked you, in Moscow, Mitch asked you to, to corrupt the courts? What did you say? You said yes? Why? Because you wanted money and power, right? You wanted the power to hurt people. You didn't like the way the country was going because too many people had too many rights. There were too many gays, too many uh, people with the same peepees forming legal marriage contracts, something I never mentioned, by the way. I did tell you to love your neighbor. I did tell you to take care of the poor. I did tell you to suffer the, you know, whatever, do something to the children, but not, oh, I guess when I said suffer the little children to come unto me, uh, I didn't mean uh, let, make them die in live shooter events in school. I meant you, I meant for you to protect them. But you failed, didn't you? But you see, um, because they're not Christian. These people are fake-ass Christians. I know some real Christians, and they, they believe in Jesus. They follow Jesus. I don't know. There's so many other people you can follow. Everybody wants to follow this Jesus. <sighs> but it's really irritating. I, I really do wish... Oh, well, whatever. In some alternate history... Constantine never converted to Christianity and we wouldn't be in this boat. That's for sure. That's for damn sure. Ugh. Anyway, yes, uh, but they have no honor. The, the Supreme Court is dishonorable and they're all corrupt. They, they should all... The, the one thing I found uh, interesting, you notice how um, Justice Katanji Brown Jackson recused herself from the Harvard part of the case. And uh, that's because she has honor, you see. And I thought to myself, why, 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 yeah. I mean, I knew she would recuse herself, but I thought, why is she even bothering? You know, why not do what the rest of them do? They. I, I mean, I wouldn't have done anything, obviously, because they're all a bunch of lockstep Nazis who hate America. But the um, the right wingers never 
recuse themselves. And as we know, they are corrupt up to the tippy top of their head, to the disgusting uh, maggot toes that they have, no doubt. That's for sure. All of the shit that makes up their DNA is filled with corruption and hypocrisy. They like hanging out with billionaires. They like taking bribes and going on fancy vacations. I know they like to tell us that they're, they're of, they're of uh, common stock. And they like going on vacation to Walmart parking lots. Literally, that's how stupid Uncle Clarence Thomas thinks we are. That we believe he likes to hang out in a Walmart parking lot. <laughs> how come we have no pictures of him in the Walmart parking lot? Huh? We got pictures of him with Harlan Crow uh, going on whirlwind tours. We not only have pictures, we got paintings of him. Sitting around smoking fucking fat cigars. Coming up with ways to fuck the American people. Even more because he's sick. Like Eli Mistal, or Ellie Mistal said. He's sick. They're all sick and they don't get the help they need. I mean, look at Ginny. Look at Ginny. She's a cult. She escaped a cult and went into another cult. That hates America. They all, all the cults hate America. They hate, I mean, now she's in another cult. And he never recused himself. Uncle Clarence took up a fucking case that was directly related to his wife about these January 6th emails that she was in. He should have recused himself. He was the only vote against releasing these emails, which says everything. He's got no honor. I don't want my my Ginny, my best friend, this white bitch I married because I hate myself. And is just as much of a kook as I am. A self-loathing kook. Uh, I don't want her emails being exposed. Because she's a traitor. They're all a bunch of traitors, though. But they never recuse themselves. And uh, Thomas, Gorsuch, John Roberts, um, friggin' what's his name, Alito, all of them. I like beer just as I like beer. So-called justice, I should say. All of them. They, uh, and now it's coming out that all the bribes they're taking from billionaires, and these billionaires have cases before the court. You think if a billionaire, you know, because they're sick. This is, the, the other thing is, let's not forget that, um, Billionaires are a symptom of the sick system. And if you're a billionaire and your whole reason for living is to get more money in your finite fucking life, your whole reason for living 
is to be to get more money. You have just put another zero on that bank account. You couldn't spend it in a million lifetimes. You have the means to do to do so many things like change the world, right? You had you got billions of dollars. They What's that statistic? Let me see. Billionaires could could end poverty. And I mean, don't get me going here. Billionaire fortunes are increasing by 2.7 billion every day, even as at least 1.7 billion workers now live in countries where inflation outpaces wages. A tax of up to 5% on the world's multimillionaires and billionaires could raise a $1.7 trillion a year, enough to lift 2 billion people out of poverty. But we refuse to do it. Now, what's wrong with us? What's what's wrong? I mean, something's sick about them. They are sick. They're parasites who are just sit like Jabba the Hutt and suck on the world. And we just sit around allowing this shit, you know? I think you could handle living on half a, half a billion, maybe? You'll live a nice, comfortable life, but there is no reason... Any one person needs a billion dollars. Now, we used to understand that high marginal tax rates on the rich were a patriotic necessity to prevent the creation and the what Teddy Roosevelt called the bloated fortune from becoming so big that it threatened government itself. We used to understand that. Now we have morons who are who worship mediocre man children like Elon Musk, who is not a genius, by the way. We've done shows on him. He is nothing but a grifter. No genius, no actual genius sits around uh, asking somebody like uh, whatever, some other stupid billionaire to have a fight, have a fist fight, a cage mat. I mean, this is such a fucking buffoonery. Is that Booty? Oh, look at Booty. She's so good. She's being a good booty cut. Yes. <laughs> Jim on the chat said, Musk needs to take more sub rides. Yes, he does. Why can't he go down to see the Titanic? You know? Damn. Why wasn't he at the Titanic viewing? Legally and peacefully. So, yeah, so we're talking, you know, these billionaires who were so sick that they, they suck up all the resources. Now, in a body, if well, if one cell sucks up all the resources, that's called cancer, right? But we um, we allow that to continue here. Why? 
because we're so we're we're dumb we're sick you know i mean of course it's media oh it's not fair though it's not fair to throw somebody a, a lifeline ever it's not fair to taxation is theft well then go the go away you think that you don't want to play in our reindeer games you want all the benefits of civilization. You just don't want any of the responsibilities we have to each other. Fuck off to the woods. I mean, really. You don't... Just because you don't want to... You don't want to play in our reindeer games. You don't want to participate. You hate everybody. You're the center of the universe. Go. Get out. You're a cancer. Go Galt, show us. Show us how Go Galt looks like, please. But, yeah, I mean, the fact that all of these billionaires, who that's all they want to do. They want to take Uncle Clarence uh, around the world. You th Why? Because he's, so, he's such a scintillating companion with his bitch wife, his cultist stupid bitch wife. And her stupid outfits that say make America great and her getting wet over the fact that oh Trump called me I was talking to the oh my god do, do I have that video I was I wanted to tell you oh, I was so excited Shh. fuck this I know my, I'm really off the chain with the cursing tonight. I'm happy to be here, but my husband told me that the president asked about me twice. So I'm wearing my Trump button. We need to, <laughs> hey, it is the time to be behind whoever is our president because there's a war for our country and the things that we believe in going on. Well, who's the war for your country? The things that we believe in going on. Please. Oh, because somebody with the same peepee -pee forms a legal marriage contract that's threatening the things you believe in? Why don't you fuck off and go believe in them in your own stupid world and leave us alone? Leave everybody alone. Like, I'm not going into your stupid hovel. Well, I know you live in a mansion, but I'm talking uh, you live in a hovel in your mind because you're sick. But I don't go into your stupid spaces and say, you know, get that stupid Trump button off you. They tell you not to believe in a cult. Why don't you leave people alone? Oh, the things that we believe in are being threatened by other people having opportunities that my husband took for granted and hated. But here he is on the Supreme Court, a lifetime position and being wined and dined and treated like a king and flying around the country and all over the world for free with billionaires. You know, these people hate their jobs. You know, they, they like sticking it to us, the people. Um, but they certainly hate the fact that they don't like their, I mean, they hate their salaries. They want to be billionaires. You could go be a billionaire. Go. Go hang out with billionaires. That's not the Supreme Court, though. Oh, I'm so sorry. You're not getting a billion dollars a year from the Supreme Court. But you can't live on your cushy salary 
your lifetime appointment. Go fuck off with this lifetime shit. Enough. Why don't you know? Next thing you'll be putting twelve-year-olds on the bench. Yes. Could you imagine what person in their right mind is like? Let's call Ginny. And hang out with her. And then she comes over and she's like, oh. I am happy to be here. But my oh. husband told me that the president asked about me twice. So oh, I'm whoa. wearing my Trump button. We need to again. <laughs> hey, it is the time to be behind whoever is our president because Except there's a war for a our country and the things that we believe in going on. The things that we believe in going on. And she's coming over and she's like, look at my Trump button and i got my trump button over here and i got a lot of other trump buttons and every time i mean who wants that who wants that in their home nobody nobody of sound mind did i say d sound mind oh, could you imagine that coming how oh, high oh hi jenny Hey, it is the time to be behind whoever oh, is our president because there's a war for our country and the things that we believe in going on. I am been hitting the sauce again, Jenny. We are witnessing an acceleration of power grabs in Washington. Oh, I it's agree. The last version of shock and awe. What? If our rights are loaned to the government and ruled by an elite in Washington elite. that thinks they know better. Elite. We are living in a diminished state of liberty right now. Really? And Boy, because gays can get married? Was that what, 2010? Not even. What? What's the diminished state of liberty? Everybody's always attacking you, Ginny, right? Because you can't stand living in a country that uh, that is this country. You just can't Stan, living in a diverse country, a nation of immigrants, you hate it, don't you? It's a, our liberties are under attack by gay people on TV shows. I mean, what was going on in 2010? Oh, there was a black guy in the White House. Was that when uh, Obama was in office? Let's see. Who? I don't even remember. Who was president? President in 2010. Oh, yeah, Barack Obama. What am I talking about? That's the diminished state of liberty. When, oh, well, maybe people could go to the doctor. That's what she's talking about. She could go to the doctor. She never sacrificed a fucking lunch in her life. She could go to the doctor. She never waited for the doctor. Nothing. Poor little Ginny. But somebody else could go to the doctor. So she's... Her liberties under the under attack, and there was a black guy in the White House that she didn't vote for. I hate these people. I can't take it. I cannot. I mean, there were more things I was going to talk about, but that's it. Really, we only have like a minute left. So, oh my God, I had other things. We'll talk about it during the week. Because it will never stop until we stop it. But guess what? We will win. We've already win won. That's why they are doing this. 
but we're not gonna let them get away with it. Don't worry. It might take some time, but we will win because we're on the right side of history. That's that's please. They're on the right side of Nazi history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Keep the show going and growing. We stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin. I'll see you soon. All right. Oh, my God. I, I have to apologize for the cursing. I don't know. YouTube doesn't like it. That's the problem. So we'll see what happens. They might demonetize whatever. Who cares? But thank you, Jim, for your super chat. And thank you all for hanging out and for being patrons and sharing the show with your friends. That helps. Give the show a good review on iTunes. You want to see Booty before we close for the night? Booty. Booty. Hello, boo-boo. Look at my little booty boo. Uh-oh. Tara Jr. was coming over. No, he's not. No, he's not coming over. He's not happy. He's he'll be he'll be okay. Booty boo. I'm sorry, Boudica. You were sleeping. Look at her. Look at this cute girl. All right, everybody. Isn't she a booty boo? No, oh, she. Now you're seeing her booty. But her name is Boudica. I'm sorry, Boudica. All right, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> There's a cat's ass on my shoulder. I'll put you back. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Boudica. I'm sorry, little Boudica. You're too cute. <laughs> it's an occupational hazard. When you're cute like that, Booty. Isn't she? All right, guys, 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 we're going to watch Boudica grow. And then I thought, you know, I'm not getting any younger, so she's probably my, my last kitten. Come here, honey. I know. <laughs> it's the producer. He's He's a grump. He's a grump. I'm sorry. All right, monster. He looks like a monstrosity now. Like he's he uh he looks gigantic next to the kittens. It's like I got this monster cat here. All right, guys, listen, listen, listen. Hopefully everything will be all right. We'll have a show during the week. You want to come over now? Is that it? 
I was trying to bring you here, but you didn't want to stay. Is my cat camera on? Jesus Christ, what a shit show. This is why we don't have patrons. No, we do have patrons. We need, like, a lot more. Nobody uh, has become a patron in a while, and I wonder... I wonder, 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 wonder who, who wrote the book on patrons? Not you. Oh, anyway, the cat camera's not on. All right, listen up, guys. I gotta go. Look, I got a lot of cats to take care of. <laughs> it's getting like that. <laughs> Look at Monica. She's so cute. What? You wanna? All right, guys. I love ya. I love you, love you, love you. And I will see you. Where's my... All right, Mama. Why can't I end the show? Something's going on with the stupid e-cam, as usual. I don't have any controls. Oh, oh, there it is. I will see you very soon. I love you. Oh, <laughs> wrong picture. This one. Yes, honey.